Welcome to the Simple Ways to Have a Good Life podcast. My name is James, and I've spent the last 20 years helping people overcome the things that hold them back, and I've learned a lot about the simple things we can do to have the lives we really want to have. This is where I take all the lessons from the past two decades, and I share them with you. So today I want to talk about one of the most important techniques I've ever learned. You know, looking back over the last, you know, 18, 19, 20 years of just trying to get right with myself, trying to get right with life, trying to figure out how to do all this without it being so difficult and painful and full of suffering. What I'm going to talk about today is is it's at the top of the list of things that I wish I'd known a really long time ago of things that have helped me just over and over and over again. So I'm a certified mindfulness and meditation instructor. And I got that through a place called the McLean Meditation Institute. They used to be based out of Sedona. I think she's moved to California now. I enjoyed the whole training. It required a lot of reading, a lot of meditating, a lot of journaling, um, a lot of like phone calls with people in the program. I met one of my best friends in the world, Meredith Hook, in that program. But the thing that sticks out at me the most about the things I learned was the idea of simply telling your thoughts, thanks for sharing. And I know this sounds simple. I know this doesn't sound like anything complicated, and that's part of what makes it so great. I don't think the best things are super complicated. I don't think the best things have to be all abstract and deep. I mean, the whole name of this podcast is Simple Ways to Have a Good Life. This is about as simple as it gets. It requires work. It requires practice. But this is a technique that I am so, so grateful for, and I'm looking forward to telling you about it today. So we are still on the Back to Basics series. It's really just about trying to get down to things that are very useful in an immediate sense that any of us can do without investing time or money. And this is one that I am kind of surprised I haven't done a whole episode on it before. I'm sure I've mentioned it. All my clients know about it. Uh, Everybody who comes to my meditation groups, anybody who's come to classes that I teach knows about Thanks for Sharing, but I'm not sure I've done a whole episode on it. So let's say that you're having a thought about being a loser. Uh, This is a thought I've had my whole life. This is a thought I still have because I often feel like I am not as far along in life as I should be and I get to comparing myself to others and, you know, these thoughts, they get going. And so uh, let's say the thought pops up and then I argue with the thought. I list off the things I've done right, the things I've improved on, um, the the fact that I've had a successful business helping people, the fact that I have a new successful business helping people. But then the other thoughts pop in. And they say, well, yeah, but look at how many people have helped you. Look at how much luck you've had. And this can go back and forth and back and forth. And it's thoroughly ridiculous because this is all happening inside my head. Like, who am I arguing with up there? I say one thing about being a loser. Then I say something about not being a loser. Or more accurately, you know, my mind says something about being a loser. I have a thought about being a loser. Then I have a thought about not being a loser. And then I have a thought countering that. This, if we weren't all used to this, if this wasn't something we all did, you would think I was crazy talking about this, arguing with yourself in your head. And so I really look at the way that we focus on things, kind of like the Facebook algorithm. If you have Facebook, and we all know Facebook sucks and it's the worst place in the whole wide world, but we all seem to have a Facebook. If you have a Facebook and you are out searching things on the internet, When you come back to Facebook, there are ads for it. So the example I use a lot because of where I live is Texas Tech basketball. Let's say that I am Googling for Texas Tech basketball tickets for my wife because she loves them and she likes to go see them. And I try to be a good husband and take her to see Texas Tech basketball sometimes. 
If I'm searching for that, when I come back to Facebook, I'm going to have ads for Texas Tech basketball. If I am Googling, um, I hate Texas Tech basketball. Texas Tech basketball sucks. I hope they lose. When I come back to Facebook, I'm going to have ads for Texas Tech basketball. I'm not going to have ads for like their rivals. I'm not going to have ads for like the University of Texas. I'm not going to have ads for crap, whoever else our rivals are. I should know that. The thing is, is that all that algorithm recognizes is that, oh, Texas Tech basketball is important to him. So we're going to try to sell him some shit by knowing that information. Our thoughts and what we tend to focus on works a lot the same way. If I am constantly thinking about being a loser and then arguing about being a loser and then arguing with that thought and then coming back in with more thoughts of why I'm not a loser, it doesn't matter which side quote unquote wins. All my brain knows is that, oh, he thinks about being a loser a lot. This is why learning to say thanks for sharing is so important. What we focus on matters. Where we place our attention matters. But oftentimes this is driven by anxiety and fear and, you know, deep-seated worries and these old programmings that we have. And when that happens, we can get focused on something without meaning to. And that part of our brain that controls our awareness will keep guiding it back to that. It'll say, oh my gosh, hey, remember, this was really important. We got to get back to it. When we say thanks for sharing and just go right back to what we were doing, when we come right back to the present moment, right back to driving, right back to washing dishes, right back to reading, whatever these thoughts distracted you from, every time we do that, we're just kind of sending a message to that algorithm in our head that, hey, this is not important. This is not what I want to think about. When we argue with it, we're keeping it important. When we feed it and dwell on it, we're keeping it important. So this is why thanks for sharing is so, so important. It has done so much work for me. The place I first really noticed this was when I had first come to Lubbock and I was trying not to drink. I was really trying to quit drinking uh, completely. Before I got up here, I was drinking all the time. When I got here, I was trying to quit drinking completely. And I would go like days and weeks without it. But then I'd notice these thoughts start up about, oh, I've done pretty well. I should drink tonight. And then immediately another thought would come in. That's ridiculous. You're just going to wind up back in trouble. You'll be in jail before you know it. This will only bring trouble. Yeah, but I've been doing well. I bet, I bet, I've, uh, I bet I've established a bit of a distance from it. And I can drink like a normal person now. And then the other thought. Well, no, that never works. You always wind up right back in it. And I'd go back and forth on this for like a whole day sometime or days even. Yeah, I was saturating myself with just alcohol mind. I was thinking about alcohol nonstop. So I kept thinking about alcohol more and more and more. Thank God I lived in a town at the time that was dry. And so to get out to where they sold alcohol was like a 20, 25 minute uh, drive. And so I had all this time to get there. I can't tell you how many times I drove around the loop. And then Highway 87 was what would kick off towards what we called the strip where they sold alcohol. And instead of going down 87, I'd take this flyover and just continue on the loop and come back to my house. Without that, without this city being dry, I don't know that I would have ever quit. Right now, like what used to be my blockbuster, where I'd often stop and get a movie instead of drinking, is now a Pinky's liquor store. I think I would have been in trouble back in the day. I really thought that by arguing with those thoughts about alcohol, I was fighting the good fight and, you know, I was, I was making change. But really, all I was doing was keeping myself focused on alcohol. When I learned to start meditating and I became aware of it, I, I just dismissed those thoughts. The thought would come up, hey, we should drink tonight. And I'd say... That's a ridiculous thought, not doing that. And that was the end of it. I would go on and do something else. That was my first encounter with thanks for sharing. But uh, Sarah McLean, my, my meditation teacher, when she articulated it as thanks for sharing, it really clicked home for me and I was really grateful for it. I, you know, I find this works really well with thoughts, but it also sometimes works with emotions. When anxiety creeps up, 
And, you know, those thoughts jump in and together, the, you know, the physical sensations and the thoughts tell me something's about to go wrong. Cool. Thanks for sharing. I'm going to go about my day. When I leave a place, gosh, everywhere I leave, anytime I talk with people, I leave and my thoughts say, you talk too much. You sounded stupid. Um, you, uh, you didn't fit in with them. They didn't like you. I've learned to say, cool. Thanks for sharing. I don't act on it. These thoughts, these arisings that we have are okay. They're neutral. They're only a problem when we act on them. And when we say thanks for sharing, it just dismisses that. It just sets us free. I say it every time. I mean it every time. Thank you for taking the time to listen to this podcast. Thank you for sending me emails. Thank you for just any way you reach out to me to tell me about it because it, it, that's what keeps me going. That's really helpful for me. As we started last week, the newsletter will go out tomorrow, and it's going to tie into this more. It's going to dive a little bit deeper in ways with a gratitude practice based around this. It's going to have journal prompts. It's going to have a different example, you know, a less personal example, a more objective one. You can sign up for that on the landing page. There, The link is in my show notes. I don't do a lot to promote this podcast. I post on Instagram about it. Um, I tried posting on Facebook and Twitter a few times, but I just, I, I have not invested time in those platforms. And so... I guess what I would ask is that if you enjoy this, I would appreciate you sharing this podcast with people you know who you think might benefit from it. I would appreciate you doing the same with the newsletter. You can share the landing page and people can sign up. They can always unsubscribe if they don't like it. Uh, on the wherever you're, wherever you're listening to this on, whatever platform, you can share that with others. And so if this is useful to you, if this is helpful, I would appreciate you sharing it with others. Thank you so much for giving me some of your time and attention today. Remember not to get into arguments or discussions with yourself. You don't have to pursue lines of thought that are problematic or troublesome or they're going to bring suffering into your life. You are allowed to simply say, thanks for sharing and move on. I will look forward to talking to you next week. Take care.